Proud to announce our new sponsorship with anothergreatadventure.com, the official travel agency of Any Up Consulting. Let me tell you all about anothergreatadventure.com. It's your premier site for traveling. They have cruises, luxury travel, food and wine tours, event tickets, and more. Uh, this is the place you want to go. For all my sporting event fans, you want to go to the World Cup? How about this season's Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium? The Masters, the Final Four, World Series, Kentucky Derby, anything you want, anothergreatadventure.com can get you there. You all should check them out, especially now for their Black Friday sales. Call the number there, email them, um, get everything you need as the travel season picks up. So it's time to pack your bags and travel with anothergreatadventure.com. Consultant presents What's the Line podcast, week 14. Uh, we are brought to you by anothergreatadventure.com. They're your place for luxury travel, food and wine tours, uh, event tickets, and more. If you want to go to you know these major sporting events, they're the place to get you there. Once again, anothergreatadventure.com. I'm your host, the meticulous Mark P, also host of Annie Up University. Uh, co-guest um, on the What's the Line Monday morning podcast, along with our guy, Mike Curry. Mike, how you feeling today, man? Good, man. Six man's here two weeks in a row. Uh, last week was great, uh, but that was last week, man. So we got to move on, got to keep pushing. Uh, good to see the rest of you guys here, though, man. Yes, that's Mike. Uh, shout out to him last week. That sharp play on the Seahawks, plus the three and a half. Outright winner. Um, but yeah, he's uh, Curry in the pot. Mike Curry, our guy. All right, Soundman, back again off last week. VK, uh, you enjoying your birthday? How you feeling today? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, much needed week off last week. Um, and just, you know, finally got to watch football last weekend. I haven't really watched football all month, thanks to people who want to have kids as well as myself. But um, got to watch the football. I'm ready to go. Hopefully get back on track, man. I'm ready to go. All right, and Papa Keith back with us, week 14. How you sure. feeling, Keith? Feeling good, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to get back to a week 14 in the home stretch. Definitely the home stretch. Uh, it's coming down to the wire. And let's get right into it, gentlemen. Thursday night football. Steelers are at the Vikings. Steelers coming off a big win. Uh, Vikings coming off maybe the worst L um, in franchise history. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, they lost to the Lions. Vikings favored by three at home. Short week. Steelers on the road. Um, now, man, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Vikings favored by three at home uh, against the Steelers. What do you think about this game? I don't really have too much for this game. I'm really taking the fans' fan perspective here. Steelers, go ahead, win outright for the rest of the season. Your guy Ben said I'm done. Let's just ride it out. Win all these games for Ben here. Short week here. Vikings just all uh, lost demoralizing to the Lions. I don't know how they did it. 
All you didn't have to do was allow a touchdown. And you sit in the end zone and you allow a touchdown. They're going to come in here a little defeated or whatever. Steelers is coming off a, a good win. Let's just, let's just win out for Ben at this point. That's all I got here. Fans from that perspective here. Went out for Ben at this point, man. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a like the Steelers here. A dog on the road as well. So, you know, I love a dog. So I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers here. Yep, should be noted. Uh, the Steelers as a road dog under Mike Tomlin, 31-19 and one against the spread. Um, and that's since 2007. Keith, what do you think about this game? Vikings favored by three at home against the Steelers. Thursday night football. Yeah, I, I actually got a like on the on the Steelers here. It's I mean, I mean, I think I feel a little stronger about it than Salman. Uh, I thought you were gonna lean with him, but you ended up saying you like him. So we both ended up liking him. Um but yeah, I think I like him because I feel like it's a it's a winning range and poor situation for the Vikings. Um they're battling just I feel like one too many injuries. Their safety blanket dealer is probably gonna miss this game with the high ankle sprain. I'm not I'm not expecting to bounce back on a short week um dealing with that. And when you look at this Vikings team, like you, you look at them and the defense just hasn't been good all year. Um, to Salman's point, you know, it's, <laughs> it's Big Ben's last hurrah, uh, you know, allegedly. But I, is it is it official or is it just still like hearsay? Yeah. It's still Anyways, hearsay. Yeah, we're still we're expecting Big Ben to, um, to retire after the season. So I, the energized Steelers team uh, or I'm looking at this situation where there's not there's a team that's not poorly coached. I'm assuming <laughs> They're not gonna just give up on the season. They're gonna play for play for something, um, and it's it's honestly a, a something has to give situation. But both teams, the, the Steelers are a team that travel well with that defense. They're they're great as road dogs, and the Vikings are uh, randomly are they always they're a bounce back team. I think it's just gonna be a situation. Where it's a little too much to bounce back from right there on the short week, dealing with too many injuries. I like the Steelers. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, Keith likes the Steelers here. Sound man is also with the Steelers. Mike Curry, how you feel about this game? Yeah, leaning with the Steelers here. Um, I just feel like it's kind of like a wrap for the Vikings, like this whole Mike Zimmer regime. I just I just feel like it's over. Like I felt like that that was a game that they needed to win. I mean, they're still not mathematically out of the playoffs by any means, but that's just the demoralizing win. Like, and they've been in these close games all year. And you're playing a winless team, winless team in your division. I just felt like that was a win you got to take care of. Uh, the Steelers, um, they're almost in that category. They're still fighting and clawing for a playoff spot. Um, so I think, you know, every game is imperative for them. And, you know, they got some momentum beating the Ravens. And I like Mike Tomlin as a road dog. So, yeah, let me get that. I'm going to lean with the Steelers, though, plus the three. All right, for me, um, quickly, because it's just a Thursday night game, I'm actually going to go on the opposite side. I'm going to lean with my bestie and a testy, Mike Zimmer, minus the three points. Um, I, I think that, you know, when we talk about older quarterbacks, uh, short weeks that don't help them at all. So, um, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, is he going to continue to be able to throw the ball down the field uh, with just three days of rest? I'm unsure about it. I know this Vikings team can throw the ball. Um, and I know, you know, Dalvin Cook is going to be missing. Um, however, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I love Alexander Madison as a backup. From not not to match the exact same level, but to to play um, of a similar caliber. And you can run on the Steelers' uh, defense. Um, they're average, or they're giving up over 130 rushing yards per game. And then my guy, I mean, Mike Zimmer against the AFC, 21 and 11 against the spread. You are not eliminated out of this yet. Um, I know Rome. He thinks the Steelers will not uh, be 500 this year. They're right on track. So 
So I'm gonna ride with Rome and say the Steelers will not get to that point, and um, the Vikings will uh, win by three points or more. So I'm, I'm gonna lean with the bestie and a testy here, minus the three points, going against a Steelers team that cannot run the ball and uh, an old quarterback coming on a, a very short week of three days rest. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the Vikings in that one. Just a lean right now, though. It could be a like later. I like that. I like that better for our odds because we all didn't like it. So, <laughs> like, you know, just a lean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a lean. Just a lean, though, for uh, for right now. All right. Next game on the board. Ravens at the Browns. Browns favored by two and a half. Uh, yes, the Browns are favored by two and a half. Last time these two, two teams played uh, a couple of weeks ago, Browns had a bye week, and now they're back. They're favored by two and a half, total of 42. Give you guys some stats. Uh, the Browns, one and three against the spread after a bye uh, with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Um, the Ravens, nine and six against the spread division games under Lamar Jackson. Uh, also, they are four and two, the Ravens are, against the spread as a road dog under that same span. Start with you here, Keith. Uh, Ravens catching two and a half at the Browns. Yeah, I think I, I got to like with the Ravens here as well. Um, it's a division game. I hate to like these, especially the road team in the division. Um, but covering the two and a half here, I think I just like this Ravens team as an overall a better team, but also just in this matchup specifically. Obviously, the Browns are a team that like to run the ball. Uh, the Ravens happen to be the best team against the run. Um, so, you know, in quick maps, I'm just going to wrap with this, uh, the Ravens to win on game plan. I think the Ravens, while the Browns definitely have the better backs, um, overall running team, when you add in the obvious factor of Lamar Jackson, I think they do that. They play that style better, especially if, the, if both teams are going to come into a saying that that's what they want to do. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to like the Ravens. Um, it's closer to a lean. It's like, but I'm just going to like them because I, I love, love you hate the Browns. I just hate what they're about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Sal, man, what do you think about this game? Uh, Ravens catching two and a half at the Browns. Um, I do like the Ravens here. I like it for a potential Salman special, but I hate this game. I hate this spot. Um, I don't like the fact that the Browns play the Ravens, lost to them, go to the bye, now you're playing them again. You just played this team, essentially. I don't like that at all. I don't like what I see from these Ravens. I'm watching too many Ravens games to my liking because Lamar Jackson is my fantasy football quarterback, so I need to see what he's doing. But I'm watching too many Ravens games. I'm not liking what I'm seeing from the Ravens. But to lose the game, how they lost the game last week, I think they'll be, I think they'll come out here more motivated than this Browns team off of a bye. And to Keith's point, I think they, you know, they do the style of let's run the football better than the Browns. Um, you beat this team two weeks ago. You need to go on the road here. And um, like we always said, or like he always says about these AFC North teams on the road, it seems like they, they kind of get that win more so than not. So I'm going to like the Ravens here and hope that. I see something from Lamar because I haven't been seeing anything from Lamar. I need a big game out of you for my fantasy football team week 14. I need it. So I'm a love, I'm a love the Ravens right here. <laughs> uh, for, for, for those that don't know, um, sound man, Derrick Henry was his number one uh, pick this year. Uh, has not won a game since the injury. One, one, I won one. I won one. Oh, you won one. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's that. Out of that. All right, that's hilarious. Okay, uh, Mike, what do you think about this game? Uh, Browns favored by two and a half at home. Yeah, I'm leaning Ravens here. Uh, it's crazy. We all leaning Ravens or liking Ravens. But, uh, yeah, man, they they beat this team a couple of weeks ago. 
And neither one of y'all pointed this out, but Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions in this game. I don't I don't think he's gonna play much worse than he did in that game. Also leaning with the under. I know the Ravens are number one against the run, but the Browns, they're still gonna try to run the football. They don't trust Baker Mayfield. You can definitely see it when you watch them play. And the Ravens, they run the ball really well. So I'm definitely leaning with a dog and an under. So a little correlated parlay. But, yeah, I'm leaning Ravens coming off that loss. Uh, Yeah, they probably take care of business. How about that, Mike? I'm going to piggyback with you on that one. I like the uh, possible best bet for me. I like the first half under in this game. Um, You can get it at 21 and a half. 21, obviously, I would want the 21 and a half. Both teams want to, uh, you know, establish some sort of run. Um, the Browns or the Ravens, it's tough to run on them, period. And then, you know, the Ravens still want to be able to run the ball. Um, but what I, what I think is, considering that these teams just played, um, you know, within the last three weeks, I think it'll be, you know, a tight game coming out. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the Browns, um, you know, are a little bit more healthier. But I always say, each and every week, the way to beat this Ravens team is you point out Averitt, the cornerback with the dreads, and you throw it his ass. Um, Baker Mayfield, I'm not sure how healthy he is, you know, within just Marlon Humphrey's also out, too. He's out for the rest of the year. All right, Humphrey is also out for the rest of the year. So I try to, I see the Ravens trying to play keep away, keep that defense off the field. And then the Browns, um, you know, they're going to want to try to establish their run game, although they're probably not going to be able to. And then, um, and we know the Ravens sort of have been coming out slow in these first halves uh, the last month or so. So I like the first half under in this game, especially considering that we know the Browns are going to want to run the, run the ball. Um, so, yeah, that is a play for me on this game. First half under 21 and a half Ravens at the Browns. All right. Um, next game on the board. Jaguars are her. The lowful Jaguars are at the Tennessee Titans. Titans favored by nine. Um, total of 44. Uh, peace. I guess I'll start with you on this one. Um, uh, well, let me give you some stats first. Mike Vrabel, three and no against the spread after a bye as a head coach. That's pretty fucking good. Um, Jaguars just 20, 27 and two pushes after a loss since 2017. Um, yeah, but what do you think about this game? Keith Titans favored by nine at home. Honestly, there were no stats needed for this for me to, for, <laughs> my, my stance on this game was pretty much set in stone when I saw it. I lean with the Titans here. The nine is too much for me to, to lay with a team that's been just missing just so many of their weapons. But like I have no doubt that these these Titans are going to beat these Jaguars. Like we know what both teams are. The Tigers are a team that wins wins games that they're supposed to. They might shock you and win one that when they're not as well. But they definitely win the games they're supposed to. And the Jaguars, <laughs> I don't think they're only trying to upset anyone. Um, so the nine is too high for me to lay it and like it. But I'm gonna lean Titans here. <laughs> yep, and it should be noted Titans did uh, activate Julio uh, from IR, so he has a 21. 21- Day window. I don't know if he's going to play this game. Uh, quickly, though, let me piggyback. Uh, I forgot to make this last point. Ravens, Browns. Ravens, uh, yards per play uh, for the year, 5.5. Last three games, 4.2. Cleveland, um, four, uh, 5.7 for the year. Last three games, 4.6. So those offenses are declining. Um, all right, but yeah, back to the Jaguars at the Titans. Titans favored by nine. Total 44. Mike Curry, what do you think about this game? Um, I mean, I guess I'm gonna lean Titans. I don't really, I do like the Vrabel three and oh against the spread after a bye. Um, 
I, I don't know, man. I don't really know. I, I wish the Titans was like at full strength because then I would probably like them in this game. Derrick Henry mm-hmm. really goes rogue against the Jaguars, but he goes crazy against the Jaguars, but he's not playing. So, uh, yeah, just going to lean with the Titans, though. Um, okay. Mike Curry leans with the Titans. Salman, what do you think about this game? Yeah, my point exactly would be Curry, uh, Mike Curry's point. This is a Derrick Henry game. He's not here, and the nine is too high for me. I'm just going to lean with the Titans here. I got nothing for this game. Man. Um, I am actually going to... Yes, I love when P lives in the muck. <laughs> I love when P lives in the muck and gets really excited about the muck. Yeah, yeah. I am actually going to lean towards the um, the over here, uh, 44. Um, I, I think that the, the Jaguars, while I don't see them being able to, you know, throw the ball much, they're 26 in that category. Um, they, they they turn the ball over, and the, the Titans, I think Mike Vrabel is a really good coach. Um, so I can see them scoring points here, and um, Jaguars, a few turnovers. So at, at a very low total of 44, um, I, I think this this can go over. And the Titans have shown the, the ability to throw the ball. Um, even even last time they played when they played the Patriots, they just had four turnovers. Can't have that. So, um, but if you do have four turnovers, the possibility of going over is still in play. So I, I would take the over in that game. Uh, but no side for me. I'm not backing the Titans. But Vrabel, 3-0 against the spread after a bye. I love to see that. Um, Vrabel, though, also just 7-11-1 against the spread as a home favor. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's in division. All right. Next game, the Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, total 48. Chiefs favored by nine and a half. Raiders. <laughs> 26 and 21 against the spread as a road dog. Uh, since 2014, the drafting of Derek Carr. The Chiefs are... <laughs> Just six and 14 against the spread, their last 20 regular season games. Um, 11, nine, and one against the spread in those in division games since 2018. Peace, always start with you here first. What do you think about this game, Raiders, Chiefs? I got to lean with the Chiefs here. I can't like it. I can't like it. But I do have to lean with the Chiefs here. I'm still standing on the stick of Forkers. The fork is still there. I don't know what the Cowboys were doing uh, on, on Thanksgiving. Maybe they, you know, just a little too fat, a little too banged up themselves that game. But uh, the Raiders, we're done. We're done. This game is over. <laughs> over for the season. I don't know about the nine and a half points with this Chiefs offense that's seem to be catching. Well, not even seem to be catching this drive because Patrick Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown again. Um, so that's why I can't like it. But it's another one of those situations. That, like, I hate to say it, but I'm looking at this game just like I was looking at the Titans-Jags game. And that's just how... How far we fell from like once being in, in first place. I know we playing playing tough games, still playing tough games, but I just think it's too much uh to really lean with us keeping up with this Chiefs team. Uh, I would love to know what other people think about it. I see, I see other mixed opinions. <laughs> All right. Um true, true, true. Uh yeah. Uh, Salman, what do you think about this game? Chiefs laying nine and a half. Like the Raiders here. Um, very simple for me. I'm just going to continue to fade that Chiefs trend of not covering. That's really what it's all about here. Give me the Raiders plus nine, nine and a half. They're not going to cover it. They haven't been covering. Yes, you said 11, what was it, 11, nine and one in division. But as of recently, these guys aren't covering. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be a prisoner of that. And I'm going to keep fading. So I like the Raiders here. 
in I the feel, kingdom. Like, go for it, man. I, I feel oh, that. Um, quickly, I'm, I'm just like the Chiefs here, minus a nine and a half. It's, it's less than 10, so that's a key number for me. But the Raiders, everybody gave them the blueprint um, for weeks and weeks, and they just did not pull it out. They did some cover three shit, and the, the Chiefs covered that fucking game, I'll tell you that much. So I just I just don't know about the you know the new interim coach stuff like that. And the Chiefs seem to seem to be getter seem to be getting better, especially defensively. So I I, I like the Chiefs minus the nine and a half. Uh, uh, Mike Curry, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I uh, lean with the Chiefs, close to a like. Uh, Tom, I said they haven't been covering. The last time they played the Raiders, they won 41 to 14. So. Uh, yeah. Unless the spread was <laughs> minus, <laughs> minus 30, then they didn't cover. But, yeah, uh, so this is a razor-sharp line because that was a two-and-a-half-point spread, and now uh, it goes back to the Chiefs at home, and it's minus nine-and-a-half. So I got to lean with them here. Uh, defense has been playing really good, only allowing nine points in both of their last two games. So it's crazy to say their defense has really been like – it's crazy to say a, a Chiefs team with Patrick Mahomes, has been, the defense has been – the better side of the uh, better side of the team, but yeah, uh, last game Mahomes had five touchdowns against the Raiders. Uh, see more of the same. Feel like the Chiefs' offense is eventually going to catch their stride, and I uh, just feel like this this is a get right game. I know it is in division, so I don't want to like just totally like say the Raiders are done. But I've been thinking they're done. It's fine. It's fine. Say it. Yeah, say it's, it. a, it's a wrap. I mean, I, I I was saying earlier when they were like five and two. They, they weren't gonna make the playoffs, so yeah, you you did you were on that heavy. Yeah, They're stamping yeah. that. And Rome said it was a hot take, but no, nah, it ain't no hot take. Bro. <laughs> all right, so that's the Raiders Chiefs game. Um, I give out all the stats. All right, we're gonna do the the double whammy here. Um, one is in division. Who would you rather lay uh lay points with on the road? Um, actually, I'm gonna stay away from division. Would you rather lay the five and a half with the Saints at the Jets or the seven and a half at the Texans uh, with the Seahawks? So the Seahawks are laying seven and a half at the Texans. Saints are laying five and a half at the Jets. I will start with me. I will, I will take the Saints all day. Um, I, t- I tell you guys. <laughs> I tell you, I t- first of all, I tell you guys all the time about that. Uh, I, I usually don't want to take a team six points or more. Six is that key number for me. If it's a six and a half to seven, I probably I don't want it. And if I do take it, I gotta sprinkle a little bit on there where there'll be overtime. This right here is five and a half, less than six. Uh the Jets, um, you know, they're actually pretty good as a home dog um over the years. But um I remember a few weeks ago this spread this uh number was like 18, 10 and one, currently 18, 13 and one. So they haven't been holding it down like they have. Um Zach Wilson is back. He's awful. Um, if you look at their passing yards per game, like on the sheet, uh, the Jets are 12th, right? I, I spoke to, I spoke with this about Mike last week. They're only 12th because of the the Mike Whites of the world and the Josh Johnsons and those that came in. They were playing for a month plus and moved them all the way up from 30th or 29th to 10th or 11th. This is not that Jets team. Uh, I like the Saints here. Come out, uh, run the ball. I think Kamara's gonna be back this week, so I would bet this right now. Saints minus the five and a half, uh, possible best bet for me. Um, and then um, also, oh yeah, I mean Saints fifty-five and thirty-seven against the spread after a loss. I know that's a lot of the Drew Brees, but you know, good coaches they don't come by um, too often. So I'm going. I like the Saints here minus the five and a half rather than laying the seven and a half 
uh, with Seahawks at the Texans. What do you guys think? I mean, I definitely this is, this is an easy call for me. I had a had a like love on the Saints here five and a half um, against these Jets. I think that defense is definitely going to travel well. It doesn't even have to travel that well to you know contain this Jets um, Jets team that's absolutely putrid without my, without Mike White, which is kind of crazy to say. Um, <laughs> and I and and then the the Seattle game was an absolute stay away for me for reasons honestly why you were just speaking of the last games uh, or maybe it was this segment, but. That number, that seven and a half number, I know that the Texans are probably just as bad as the Jets, to be honest, but that seven and a half number is just ultra scary with the team that I don't think anybody is loving right now in the Seattle Seahawks. So that was a stay away from me, and I love the Saints. So uh, it's easy for me. I'm going to the Saints as well. All right, there it is. Two out of two. Sal, man, what do you think? Uh, which which team would you, which road team would you lay the points with? Yeah, it was probably gonna make it three out of three right now. Um, I definitely had a, a super like on the Saints, <laughs> just because the Jets stink, and I just wasn't fading that seven and a half for the Seahawks. Just to Keith's point, I'm just not. I mean, I haven't been feeling them all year, and I'm not about to start feeling them now. And you never know with these Texans; they they be trying to cover sometimes. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting my faith behind the Seahawks team in this seven and a half. So. Yeah, and it, it, before we get the mic, it should be noted: uh, Texans have been, you know, suspending players for a little disciplinary reasons. I know uh, Eric Reed. I think was I don't know if it's Eric Reed or his, his brother Justin. Justin Reed. Yeah, Justin Reed got benched last week for disciplinary reasons. This week, another linebacker is. But that Seattle offense, I just cannot trust like I could trust a couple years ago. So, um, yeah, I still got to back the Saints here. Uh, Mike, what do you think, though? Yeah, let's make it four for four. Um, I'd rather uh, lay it with the Saints. Uh, this is a Saints team that's lost five straight games, and they're still laying points. So that speaks volume right there. Uh, I was on the Seahawks last week. We all know, gave it out as a best bet, but that was last week. And I just feel like we can all just see the the Seahawks in a dog fight with the Texans next week, just randomly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, sure. we can see I think the Seahawks win next week, but like I feel like we could see a dog fight with them. You don't want to lay the seven and a half more than a touchdown. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's not like, with a team like that. They're, they're if they're four and eight, I don't want to. Nah, you're not doing know. funny stuff to run it up on the Texans. You, you know, if it's that close, it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, definitely rather lay it with the Saints, uh, you know, under a touchdown, and they're still not eliminated yet. So, yeah, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather do it with a coach like Sean Payton. So, yeah, tomorrow might come back. So, yeah, that's good news. Yep, and Saints uh, 10 days rest, too. Well, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they, uh, they played on a Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. Right. And Saints do not allow you to run the ball. They are fifth in opponents rushing yards per game. Jets are 30th in that same category. Um, okay. What was that? That was the Texans Seahawks. All right. Next game on the board, the game of the week in the DMV area. Cowboys. The Cowboys are laying four points at the Washington football team. Total of 48. See some heads shaking out there. I actually start with me here. Riverboat Ron, baby. Come on. I'm going to stick on the train, dog. Ron Rivera in December now, 22-19 and one against the spread. That's lovely. Um, but Ron Rivera, um, we, we talked about him as a dog in the months of November and December. 39 games now, I think. 19 outright wins. Catching points here again at home. Um yeah, I, I got to roll with them. Defense has been playing much better, containing the quarterback, not just kind of like, you know, 
overshooting the quarterback. And um, Cowboys, Dak has he's looked all right some, some weeks. And then the I feel like from week to week, he's up and down. So I know Amari's. I think he's going to be out there. He plays much better with Amari Cooper. But I'm going to back to the football team here at home in the cold. Um, I expect it to be like a 40-degree, 30-degree game. And let's see, what, let's see what the Cowboys are made of. So I'm going to take the Washington football team here. Plus the four points. Don't got to win. You just got to cover. Sound man, what do you think? Man. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. As I wrote on the sheet, I'm going to be a prisoner of the moment right here, man. Um, I love, I'm going to love Washington football team. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking go, baby. Let's fucking um, go. That's what I'm talking about. And I just want to let the whole any of viewers, listeners know that, you know, all season long, I have not rode for my team. This is the first week that, like, the fan in me is here. You know what I mean? This is right here. Hey, like, can you set the scene? What's the fit? This I, just, I, I know you already know. Don't fit. You already know. I mean, I might take one of those two jerseys down. It's RG3 <laughs> and Sean Taylor. That's it. You know what I'm saying? One of them might come down. Nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? Like, I told Pete the other day, you know what I'm saying? Every year it seems like we're two and six or three and seven or three and six, and then we make a run. You know what I'm saying? We're on the run right now. One four in a row, off the night game, and here we go, man. Like, Dallas is coming to town, man. I think this is a very important game. Um, Obviously, since uh, the schedule came out, uh, the first thing I saw was the fact that we have five divisional games to end off the season. I think... um, if we don't win this game against Dallas this uh, Sunday, I don't think we beat them. So I think we get swept. So I think we need to win this game. I don't think we're going to win. All, we're not going to win all five of these divisional games. I don't think we're sweeping the Cowboys this year. But if we do not win on Sunday, I think we get swept. Let's ride high. Like, let's let's go on a five-game winning streak. Um, it scares me that I think, um, obviously, the Cowboys coming off 10 days of rest. All the receivers are probably going to be there. Um Zeke's got 10 days rest as well. Marcus Lawrence came back on Thursday. You know, they're, they're going to be pr- pretty much at full strength. And as I text the chat every week, we're losing bodies every week. Um, don't know who's going to come back and play on Sunday. Just lost Logan as well. But I think, man, this is this is like motivational Ron at his fullest. Get your guys out here. Get this fifth win in a row. Get the fan base, you know, truly on your side to beat the rival. Obviously, we swept them last year. No Dak. Dak 7-2 against us all time. So, it's, it's a lot both ways. But this is truly the fans fan in me. Like, yo, like, do not contact me from one of this I ever heard. Yeah, like, this is all, like I've, been, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this all week. Like, yo. I actually got a bet on this as well with a couple of people, so I'm kind of scared. But listen, man, <laughs> I love watching the football team. Plus four. I wanna we're gonna win outright. Like, let, let's do it, man. I love it. <laughs> All right, Mike Curry, what do you think about this game? Watching the football team catching four at home. Yeah, uh, I put this to stay away on the sheet. I, I don't want to fade Ron Rivera right now. And I also feel as though the football team, they can't score 17 points and beat this Cowboys team. But um, I, I, I don't I don't want to fade Ron. Uh, I, and I don't, yeah, I just don't want to fade this team, honestly. Like I said last week, uh, they're just coming together right now. And yep. I don't like to fade teams when they're coming together. But it's a division game. Anything can happen. Uh, but, yeah, more so I stay away. I know I talked a little bit. But, yeah, I, I gave my reasons of why it's a stay away. So, yeah. 
All right, stay away from Mike Curry and Keys. Father Keys, what do you think about this game? Uh, Cowboys land four in Lando. Oh, it's a complete stay away from me, but I am loving the energy. The vibes are super high. I'm trying to be around a room full of salamans, and I'm trying to have a plate, <laughs> trying to talk about stuff. You know, we coming off a win and an L back to back against these two teams. So it was honestly a win win. I can spin it either way to really get under somebody's skin in the room. So that's really what I'm here for. Uh, it's not my popcorn game. I need a real plate, no popcorn. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a definite stay away from me in terms of betting. All right, a uh, few more games on the board. Falcons. Uh, Falcons are at the Panthers. Panthers favored by two and a half. Look ahead, it was three. Total of 42 and a half. Uh, I'll start with me. I lean with the Falcons here. This Panthers team, I'm just unsure about them right now. Mind you, I'm a guy who had over the seven and a half wins for the season. I'm still knocking on wood. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I'm hoping they can reach that eight win mark. I mean, I I just don't know. Uh, Panthers just fired their offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, blue chip coming out of last season. We just picked them up, apparently because we're not running the ball enough. Uh, under Matt Rule, the Panthers are just four and ten against the spread as a home team. I do not like that at all. There is no Christian McCaffrey. We've seen that we don't play as well without Christian McCaffrey. I have seen Cam Newton for a lot of years, and after that MVP season, Christian McCaffrey like helped him a ton. So, and I'm speaking specifically to the 2017 season when we got back in the playoffs. He needs Christian McCaffrey out there. I, I just don't see us, uh, you know, winning this game. And then Matt, uh, Matt Ryan, I mean, he's always just had some sneaky stats. But after a loss, Matt Ryan, 52 and 44 in one push against the spread after a loss under his regime. Um, they, they tend to do pretty well after a loss. So I'm going to back the uh, Falcons here. I'm going to lean with them plus the two and a half. Um, on the road in division. Mike Curry, what do you think about this game? Hey, yo, y'all ever like like a team, but y'all don't know why? Like, I like the Falcons plus the two and a half. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, part of what P said, uh, they fired Joe Brady. That was like a random firing. I just didn't really see that coming. It kind of threw me off. Uh, Cam, York. I don't know what Cam we about to see. Uh, he, he needs Christian McCaffrey. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what they're about to be running and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. It's kind of too many moving parts all at once, just in a matter of a few weeks. Like, I just feel like the Cam Newton is warm is welcome already. But I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, leaning, I'm leaning with the Falcons here. I, I don't really know why. I just feel like they, I, just, I don't know. I'm just leaning with the Falcons here. I like the, I like a division dog, so yeah, I, I do like that. So yeah, let me. I'm I'm, I'm just like the Falcons. I don't, I really don't know why, but I I do like. Them. All right, Sam, man, what do you think about this game? Yeah, you guys just swayed me the opposite way. I really had nothing for this game personally. I was going to lean Panthers, um, just for Cam Newton' sake, but then you know I totally forgot <clears throat> that the OC got fired, <clears throat> as well as no McCaffrey. It was just like, yo, what is gonna happen here? <laughs> Um, obviously, uh, again, the Matt Ryan stats are kind of glaring as well. That's a spread after, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I, I at first in my mind, I'm just like, yo, it's going to be a push. Probably I went by three. Screw the minus three here. Go Cam Newton. But I really don't know. Um, 
I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna still lean Cam. I'm gonna lean Panthers still through it all through the turmoil. Man. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna lean with Cam. Through the turmoil, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely have some stats on Cam Newton, um, as a, on the road, but uh, he's home here. But um, yeah, Keith, what do you think about this game? Panthers land two and a half at home. Uh, I actually like slash love the Falcons here, and it's it's interesting because it's a little bit of a mix of analysis from what Mike Curry said, and then also. Um, I don't know, just like randomly, I will give you this stat though. The the Falcons are my best team this year. I'm I'm eight and three on games involving them. I'm two and zero betting on them this year. So, <laughs> so no saying though. I've been doing well with the Falcons myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I feel like I got a good home of you know games where I feel like they're gonna show up. Um, similar mm-hmm. to just games when they, I feel like teams that have veteran quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's fun to shit on them. You know what I mean? But it's something to say like they're gonna. In so many words, like the team itself is not out there. I know people like to say the teams aren't taken, but I really do think it's something like that, that ties into like the morale of the team. Like if you don't think you have anything to play for at all, like there's literally nothing that you can conceive. Like no one's gonna get up and play for a rookie to look good. Like that's not it. But like a a, a former MVP on his last leg out here, like come on, you know what I mean? That that makes it a little more more sense to me. Like I said, I, I mean, I get a sense that when those games that seem winnable for the Falcons, they kind of show up. I feel like this is going to be one of those games. So I, I love the Falcons here, uh, but it is it is pretty much more just a feeling, um, and it's super, it's a super fade on the Panthers. This, this team sucks. Oh my god, uh, they were playing like that like that Bills that Bills Patriots game, um, but I think the weather was just fine. Like, <laughs> I, I want to say that it was okay weather. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, the Panthers. I mean, the only reason I could just lean with the Falcons is because of the long bye week. Maybe uh, you know Matt Rule and company can draw up a special game plan for that that running game, but uh, yeah, I, I I can't back the Panthers here. But yeah, uh, Cam Newton on the road. I know he's not on the road this week, but I just wanted to point it out. Since uh, <laughs> Cam Newton on the road is 12, 14, and one since twenty sixteen, um, he is three and ten against the spread on the road since 2018. So out of 13 games, Cam Newton has only covered three of those since 2018. So when you look, when you see him on the road, like we did last week in Miami, probably want to fade the guy. All right, next game. Oh, we already went over the Seahawks, Texans. The Detroit Lions. Oh, man, they're at the Chicago. Oh, they're at the Denver Broncos. Uh, Broncos favored by eight, total of 42. I'm going to start with me. I got a like on the Broncos. Um, I I just think that it's going to be tough for this this Lions team to pick themselves up, back up again. Preferably, I might go in the first half because uh, less than a touchdown. You know I don't like to bite the, uh, the eight. And uh, when we talk about the conditions, the altitude, the Lions have to go up there in that altitude and adjust in that first half. So if I can get that first half of four or less, I like the Broncos um, at that number, um, considering that the Lions, you know, champagne was popping this past weekend. We got a W, woo-ha, woo-ha. And then you got to travel across the country to Denver, altitude. So I'm going I'm to like the Broncos here. My guy Fangio, um, Specifically in the first half, but if you, you know, you can play the full game too. But if you do play the full game, sprinkle someone overtime. I like the first half though. Big Fangio, 15 and 9 against the spread after a loss. Uh, we talked about the AFC West being a tough division. I totally agree. 
Outside of his division, he is 18 and 11 against the spread. Big Fangio is in these Broncos. So, uh, yeah, the Lions, I, I, I expect them to be back to who they, who I really think they are. So, yeah, I, I like the Broncos here laying the eight. Uh, Sal, man, what do you think? I, too, like the, the Broncos here. Um, do want to give a shout-out to my guy, Motor City, Dan Campbell. Finally got a win. Um, good for you, guy. But, I mean, that's all they were playing for at this point. Obviously, you're playing for much more, you know, your contract and stuff like that. But you were fighting to get your first win. You got that. Um, and let's now you got to travel to Denver, as P said, you know, the altitude. And I think this Denver team is just a weird team, man. Sometimes they show up. Sometimes they don't. Um, show up against bad teams, though. Yeah, and we got another bad team here. I think their problem is obviously we were talking about earlier Teddy B. I mean, he was getting you know rushed and touched by that Chiefs defense off uh, often. I don't think the Lions are going to get that much pressure on them this week. Um, I think Broncos D would probably make Jared Goff look like what he should have looked like instead of what the Vikings D made this guy look like last week. Um, so I'm gonna like the Broncos here. I'll take the eight points. I think these the Lions would be deflated off such a big win, but. Again, shout out to my Lions, man. Took this long, but you got the win finally, man. But no Broncos this week. Speaking of shout out, I want to shout out to uh, Javante Williams. Did, did his thing this past week. And uh, the Lions are um, 28th in opponents rushing yards per game. So he might have a big one, especially if Melvin Gordon is out. Mike Curry, what do you think about his game? Broncos favored by eight. Yeah, definitely leaning towards the Broncos. Just fading the Lions off of that ultimate high. Um, I know you know I was pissed off because I had the Vikings on some square money action, but this has nothing to do with that. Uh, uh, I, somebody just said, I think Salman said it. Well, one of y'all said it, but yeah, the Broncos, they've been cleaning up these bad teams. Earlier in the season, they played the Jets, Jaguars, and Giants. So they, they clean up those teams. And I mean, they, they have they have a couple of impressive wins too. You know, beat the Cowboys, uh, smacked the Chargers around a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I just want to fade Jared Goff uh in a different element and that's mile high and yeah i like the broncos here so yeah i'm actually yeah, i'm gonna upgrade this to a like but i definitely might end up riding that first half with you that first half spread on the broncos with you because oh yeah you're right it just hit me though guys jared golf is going to be outside in the yeah, cold outside, yeah i know you remember this keith vegas a few years ago in pittsburgh i know you remember he fucked us on that so last week they definitely I don't know if they were home or away, but Vikings and yeah, Vikings and Detroit play in a dome. And both teams, both times they played, it was a close game in a dome. Vikings and Detroit is going outside now. So I wanted to point that out. But Keith, what do you think about this game? I'm gonna be honest. I wrote the lines on the sheet. Purely emotional. I was ready to like, you know, just go with all the first win, whatever, whatever. But I feel like I'm doing the, the listeners a disservice. The more and more I think about this game, it has to be, you know, Denver or just stay away. Uh, um, because, like, for all of the, the points you guys pointed out, like, it's like, it's like honestly, the, the Lions, all, like, any other team winning a game like that, it would be like, bro, like, it would not be a good week for them in the locker. It's like, bro, what was that? You know what I mean? The coaches, yeah. is, the coaches on your ass. Like, bro, like, no way we came away with it like that. We were we were up 20 to 6 at halftime, for guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... <laughs> Um, so I, honestly, you should, if you're smart, you should just bet with the Denver, Denver if you're going to go with this game and we can move on. <laughs> but I was ready to, I was ready to shit on Denver. Just know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that should be not, it's a lot of ways to take. I mean, the total is 42. 
Um, you cut that in half. Um, so that's 20, 21. I mean, you want the under as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of team totals. I mean, if you take away that eight, that's 34. Divide that by two is about, yeah, probably not enough for me to go under the Lions team total. But I may go over the, um, no, I'm, I'm going to leave the team totals alone. Seems about just about right. Move over there, Javante. Props already mentioned. All right. Uh, last few games on the board. Giants are at the Chargers. Chargers favor about 10 and a hook. Total 44 and a half. Stay away from me. Uh, Peace, AFC West. What you got for me? Uh, <laughs> I got I to lean on the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that my, my pure analysis of this game is, and I more so like the props here, I think you can get Saquon, who is still, is still one of the most talented. He's one of the better backs in the league. Uh, props on super sale here. The Chargers are terrible against running backs. Um, and they're actually all pretty okay, like okay, I guess against the pass. In my in my opinion, I gotta like run that by the numbers. Um, but I think I think that uh, this is gonna be a big game for Saquon Barkley. I'm I'm over for it. This is like my last ride as a, as a huge Saquon fan. I'm looking at it, and just ten and a half is just way too much for a Giants defense, who's actually been playing pretty okay as of late, um, especially against the pass. Like what the Chargers like to get get at you and do. Yeah. Um, I, I fully expect the Chargers to still win this game, but I do think it's gonna be one of those close nail biters. Uh, good stats for Herbert. People are going to cheer for him. And I'm going to be like, what? It was the Giants. I mean, I'm going to be mad. But uh, 10 and a half is way too much. I, I leave with the Giants. Yep. Uh, Mike Curry, what do you think about this game? Uh, Chargers land 10 and a half at home. I mean, Giants. I want to know what's up with Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah. Oh, huge caveat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. I got to know what's up with him. And then that'll correlate to Daniel Jones as a road dog. And then that'll also correlate with the Chargers basically playing all their games on the road because they don't have a real home stadium. It's going to be probably some Giants fans in there. So yep. uh, just leaning with the Giants, but obviously I don't know what's up. I got to see. I, I'm not, I won't lean with them if there's Mike Lennon in there. So, yeah. Yeah, um, should be. Yeah, Mike Lennon's awful. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that, that Saquon, you know, very good example. I mean, the Chargers – our 31st in opponents rushing yards per game. Um, and, I mean, a 10 and a half is just a lot of points for a team that, you know, they just tried to just get back in the win column last week. And the backdoor cover is alive. So, um, yeah, I, I can't do it. Sal, man, what do you think about this game? Yeah, a lot of a lot of variables in this. Uh, I'm going to lean Giants as well. Um, oh, well, I thought I was going to be on the limb with this. No, 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 the, no. the stats definitely say Giants. The stats yeah. say Giants. It's also, you know, he always points to sell the road giants. Um, Keenan's got COVID. Is Bosa going to play? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot going on here. So I don't, that and a half seems like a lot. So I'm just going to lean giants off the, off the strength. Yep. Ten and a half is a lot. I think this team, you know, their, their priority is to win, not to win by double, you know, uh, two possessions or more. Um, but I did want to point out, uh, like I said, all the stats are with the Giants. Giants, 13 and 6 against the spread as a road dog uh, since 2019. 19 and 14 against the spread versus the AFC during that same span. 16 and 12 against the spread after a loss under that same span. All the Chargers under Justin Herbert, 5 and 7 against the spread as a home fave. 6 and 6 against the spread after a win, 9 and 10 against the spread non-division games. So all three-point games between the Chargers and all the NFC East teams they played so far. 
Right. And now they're laying 10 and a half on a, with a great road dog. But mm-hmm. we'll see. No quarterback, perhaps. All right. Next game on the board, 49ers are at the Bengals. Bengals favored by one. Total is 47 and a half. Uh, this one's interesting. Um, Keith, I'm going to start with you. What do you think about this game? 49ers at the Bengals. Bengals favored by one. Um, me personally, it's a very slight lean with the Bengals. Um, more so for their for their ability, like you used to get in pre-par, they they definitely stopped the run. Um, and I feel like that's a lot of that obviously that's a lot of what the 49ers like to do. Even some of their passing yards are it's honestly just running plays. You know what I mean? They're, people are catching the ball, but um, you know, behind the line of scrimmage and you know, manufacturing yards that way. So I think I think game flow wise, I expect or hope that the <clears throat> think that the Bengals will be able to, you know, more take control of the game. But on the other side of the coin, uh what the San Francisco 49ers like to do a lot, like what they what they do uh, is take away the pass. Something the Bengals are like live, they live off of in game situation. They're always going to pass. Um, the last couple of years they they were leaning a little bit more on mixing, giving them the ball, but pretty much throughout the whole year and ever since they drafted Joe Burrow, um, you know, which is expected, uh, they pass in you know, pretty much neutral situations. So I'm going to lean with the Bengals here, but I'm going to say like if you do have a strong like either way, I would. Play the alternate line, like you know, go for you know, add some money on it. Uh, because I do think it's a game where whoever strength takes over, whoever like wills the game, is gonna pretty much control it. I don't think it's gonna be a close game. I just it's gonna be more of a clashing of styles to me. I mean, if this is a close game, it's gonna be weird. It's probably gonna be super ugly. Nothing that I'm actually watching. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go quickly. Uh, I like I like the Bengals here. I think this is a good spot for them. Um, you know, I, I hate to back them after a win, but they're 15 and 13 against the spread after a loss. Um, and um, and I, I you know, we talk about them stopping a run. They're fourth in opponents rushing yards per game. 49ers want to run the ball. Um, they, they're down to pretty much just one running back now. They was kind of using Debo as their second guy. I expect Debo to be out this week. Uh, maybe he can come back after this week. But the 49ers are handicapped without Debo, as Mike said uh, on last week's What's the Line podcast, brought to you by anothergreatadventure.com. But um, so, I mean, Mike made those good points. I back with Seattle last week. And, um, you know, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to fade these 49ers. So I feel like this is also a good spot. Um, and you can run the ball on these 49ers. They give up um, over um, 114 rushing yards per game, 18th in the league. So if you were able to establish that run, Play action opens up, and we know uh, these Bengals can throw the ball. They're 10th in passing yards per game. So I'm going to back them here, and um, I'm going to fade Kyle Shanahan, who was 17-20-1 against the spread after a loss under his regime. So that's how I feel about it. Salman, did you go over on this already? I have not. Okay. Pains me to say. Um, <laughs> I haven't been on the Niners side all year. Um, big NFC West guy. Potential Salman special here for these 49ers, man. What a what a weird interconference game. Both of these teams in the thick of, you know, that playoff wild card spot. I think this is a very important game for both teams. And I think the Niners wanted more this week. Granted, banged up. You need the Debo, the Fred Warners of the world is coming back this week. Dislocated finger for Joey Burrow. And Josh Norman stinks. So it's a lot that's going on on both sides, right? <laughs> I have no idea. It's going to be an ugly game. I think to, to Keese's point, whoever's strength works is probably going to take over and take advantage in this game. But this guy Kittle is finally not a blocker anymore. He's coming alive. Let's let's torch this Bengals defense somehow, some way. 
Uh, they're giving up 256 a game, which is 27th. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers here, man, to go, go to go to the Nasty Natty and get a 4 o'clock ugly game, get an ugly W here, man. Get get into the thick of this uh, this playoff race. I think um, just like Keese's Raiders, man, these these Bengals were once 5-2. and two. Now they're sitting at 7-5, and five, you know, not, not completely dead, but at one point they were the number one seed in the AFC, so it's just like they've kind of fell on all, fallen off in the rain, so... Maybe fall one more time in this interconference battle to these Niners out from out west. So I like the Niners here to win out right. Potential Soundman special. All right. There it is. Potential Soundman special. Two games left on the board. Uh the I ain't Bears. going that game. Oh, you didn't go. Go ahead, Mike. Uh I I I I gotta see what's up with Debo Samuel. Uh if I would have played the 49ers, he's just that important to me. I know Kittle did look really, really good last week, and he's looking like he's he's getting back there. But uh, it's it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good game considering both teams are coming off a loss. So uh, just leaning Bengals here. I think they do have an advantage with their wide receivers and the weak secondary of the 49ers. But yeah, I gotta see what's up with Debo Samuel though. He's that important for me to make you know an executive decision. So uh, just leaning Bengals for right now. Yeah, Debo definitely is that important. Uh, shout, shout out to the Gamecock, Steve Spurrier's guy. Uh, all right, next game, Bills are at the Bucks. Bucks favor by three and a half now. Um, total of fifty-two and a half. Uh, I don't really have it. This is probably a stay away from me. Popcorn game. Um, but sound man, what do you think about this one? Yep, I wrote that on the sheet. I said Keese's line, popcorn game for sure. <laughs> all right, Keese, what do you think about this game? I'm a negative trifecta. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have popcorn for this, honestly. I feel the storylines. You know, both quarterbacks' teams are after me. But I, I'm probably watching. You know, I'm, I'm definitely watching. But I'm going to be fan happy off that. That, that Dallas, that, that Dallas WFT, you know what I mean? Gonna, I'm just going to be living off that high, to be honest. But, but no, this should be a good game late night. Like, honestly, an actual good game. But I, I got nothing for the spread. Uh, uh, it looks like this is going to be the, looks like it's going to be a 4 p.m. game. Oh my God! Same time? No way. <laughs> Am I gonna be the dude? <laughs> oh my God! Maybe that's my lane. I'm the guy that's like, hey, put, put the bugs game on. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, I'll figure it out. But yeah, I have nothing for this one. <laughs> All right, and it looks like uh, Bills. I mean, they're 12th in opponents rushing yards per game, but they were about like fourth before they went against the Patriots. So. Patriots uh, shit it all on them. Um, Mike, what do you think about this game? Uh, yeah, it's a stay away from me. Um, but I think I think I'm gonna just lean with the over though. Uh, I don't really got nothing for this game though. Um, yeah, if I if I had to lean anyway, I would lean with the Bucks. I mean, this Bills team they're flawed. I as I watch, um, uh, what's the guy? What's the quarterback's name? Um, Josh Josh Allen a couple weeks ago. Adam Emmanuel Sanders on my um, my fantasy team. Shout out to you, Keith. Saw you picked him up. He just he just would not look his way. He was just looking at Diggs the whole time. I was like, I can't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't do this. So I was like, man, I can't get with this team right now. So if I had to choose, I would definitely go with the Bucks and MVP Tom Brady. Shout out to him. All right, last game on the board for us. The Bears are at the Packers. Packers favored by twelve and a hook. Uh, total is 43 and a half. Um, give <laughs> some numbers. Uh, Packers 10, six and one against the spray after by under Aaron Rodgers. 
50 and 33 losses against the spread division games. Fuck, he's good. 84, 62 and three against the spread after a win on the Packers. Um, Bears give you some numbers. 10 and 17 against the spread after a loss. Under hat, under head coach Matt Nagy. Uh, just uh, 11 and 10 against the spread, though. Division games. Um, Style, man, what do you think about this one? Stayed away, but unless that toe gets stubbed by my guy Rogers, it's over. It's gonna be an ugly game for the Bears. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike Curry, what do you think? Yeah, gonna lean Packers just because Aaron Rodgers said he owns them. Uh, <laughs> don't really got too much though. Just gonna lean with uh, the Packers. Also coming off a of bye too, so yeah, they should they should come out looking pretty sharp. So I'm gonna lean Packers. Maybe uh, maybe like Packers first half. Yeah. I think I'm gonna like that. I could see that. Uh, and Keith, what do you think about this game? Packers land 12 and a half in division. Legit, Mike Curry <laughs> stole, <clears throat> stole my train of thought. I was gonna be like, I'm definitely not betting against a Dwight that's that confident. He's pulling out the own word, right? Now. It's like 2021. Like, bro, if you willing to go that far? You got it, bro. I'm not about to bet against you. Cause you feel you fear nothing, bro. He fears nothing, and he definitely does not fear the Bears. So <laughs> I don't know what do you got. I don't know, you got Literally, Jordan Love is in the protocol, and no one's talking about it. He's like, where he get from? It's, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not betting against this man. He, he, owns, it. he owns the world. <laughs> uh, for me, it is actually a, a strong lean on the Bears. I'm not going to like it. Uh, just, yeah, I want to see some more injury news. But a lot of fucking points for an in-division game. Um, and there, like I said, I said it last week, Mike, right? There's some deflation with this this Bears offense. You think of Justin Fields, who are 32nd in passing yards per game. The Bears are still 32nd in passing yards per game, but it's been going up by 10, 10 yards every game that Andy Dalton's been in. It went from like mm-hmm. 132, 143, 150. Now it's at 173 passing yards per game. Um, so I, I think they're going to be able to throw the ball. Um, and I, I like the over here, especially considering that, you know, we think Green Bay is going to score. But I, I'd rather catch a 12 and a half with a Packers team coming off a bye. And they're they're certainly on their high horse, um, you know, talking about you own a team. And, you know, Bear, Bears fans won't forget that. So, I mean, I mean, the Bears fans and the team, I mean, you just want to come out, m- maybe take a late hit. Still like that. Like, you don't, you don't, you don't say things like that in a professional, um, you know, football game. He says they own the team. Well, you got to win by 14 or more, you, you know? So I, I, I like the Bears here, uh, plus the 12 and a half in division, um, you know, coming off a of bye week. And uh, Aaron Jones, I still don't know if he's 100% healthy. So I'll take the Bears plus the 12 and a half. And now, tease me picks, gentlemen. Tease me picks. I don't know why I'm surprised every time. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> see what we got here um i will start with me we're gonna do six point teaser choo, 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 choo. give me i don't want to touch the motherfucking seahawks give me the broncos minus two love a good two love a good two and <laughs> give me the i need a dog oh Give me the Bears plus 18 and a half. Oh, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll take that. All right. Um, I'm going to keep, I, I literally have the same two in my head, but I'm, I'm actually going to keep the Broncos up because I just love that one. Mine is two from the Broncos. I'm going to keep that with one of mine. And uh, 
what, what role is that here? So I don't care. I'm teasing the Saints across zero. Don't lose to the Jets. Just don't lose to the Jets. It's just like, what's going on? Like, just don't lose to the Jets. We're teasing the Saints up the plus half a point. It's like, like tie. You can tie. Just literally, yeah, literally. Tie or... <laughs> Actually, Rome has pulled that all before, so he probably won't remember, but I, I certainly do. He went through zero, and he was like plus a half a point. But uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Rome, I mean, Salman, what do you got for me? Tease me pick. I was feeling the Denver too, but I'll, I'll leave the Denver. I'm gonna do Atlanta plus nine, and I'm gonna take the Niners plus. Oh, hold on, hold on. They're two and a half right now. Right, I'm sorry, I see three, but I'll take it at eight and a half as well. What are the Niners? Niners still plus one. Um, the Niners. I forgot what page you're on. Yeah, they're still plus one. All right, give me plus seven, man. <laughs> All right, plus eight and a half with Atlanta, plus seven with the Niners. Mike Curry, undefeated. Uh, picks. Just had to say that. <laughs> a little <laughs> pressure here. Uh, yeah, three and zero. Oh. Last week was cool, no sweat. I wanted, I wanted to like really go crazy and give out a third leg. So I was gonna add the uh, Seahawks in my teaser, but that would have hit too. But uh, yeah, Broncos. That was uh, my one leg, and then. Uh, Falcons was the other. So what's that? Broncos minus two. Falcons plus eight and a half. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. And there it is. And now, Best Bets presented by Bluehost. Best Bets are brought to you by Bluehost.com. Bluehost is your best around when it comes to site hosting. If you're starting a business, promoting a product, or writing a blog, Bluehost is for you. There's a ton of themes that will fit your unique style. They supply you with email integration to reach your supporters, premier plugins, and more, all for less than $5 a month. Log in now to bluehost.com slash track slash consulting to get the best offer for your site hosting. This is Omatic, a.k.a. Soundman, and these are the best bets for the week. Mike Curry's best bets are the Falcons plus two and a half, the Chiefs minus nine and a half, he likes the Packers first half of six and a half points. Keese's best bets for the Giants plus 10. And he likes the Saints minus five and a half points. P's best bets are the Panthers team total under 23. And the Packers minus 12 and a half points. The Soundman special for this week, the Baltimore Ravens over the Cleveland Browns. Big trust.